0: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream.
2: Shop now, in store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
0: listening to Fox Sports Radio.
2: Hello and welcome inside. Hour three of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com, I hope you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Six and a half to go in the fourth quarter, it's the Celtics. Up 108-99 over the Golden State Warriors. Bit of drama earlier in this game. Jason Tatum came down on his ankle wrong after a play early in the first quarter. Limped off the court, but has come back out to play. And the Celtics are just six and a half minutes away from yet another victory. They are Mm 20-5. Huge start to the season for them. Meanwhile, for Golden State... No Draymond Green. They're under 500. They could move three games under 500 with a loss here. Um, at Golden State, this is like danger time for the Warriors. It's like, God, uh, we, we really we really might need a big change, something big to happen over the course of the next few weeks, and not just we're going to try to continue to roll this out with Steph and Clay when Draymond comes back.
3: Shuffle it all, I say. Shuffle it all. But here's one of the biggest things. Yeah, have you ever seen a game where Steph Curry has five fouls? Well, we saw a game where he didn't make a three. Now we see a game where he's going to foul out. I mean, out. What, what, what the hell's going on this week? I mean, this is
2: this this is the downfall of the Warriors. First he doesn't make a three. Now he's going to foul out. And he may
3: as well retire. Now they're calling fouls on the guy? When did I become just another guy? And when did I start playing defense that you're calling fouls on me? How dare you? Nobody
2: else in the in the Warriors starting five has more than one. And Curry's got five. <laughs>
3: It's it's some next level stuff right there.
2: Oh boy. I'll tell you no but seriously, look. This Warriors team isn't an- absolute desperate need of something new some kind of new energy if, you, if you've if you gone down the road of we're just going to play Steph and Clay and Draymond until the wheels fall off and these guys are you know dust if you're going to do that you need to do something to make this team better because they're too old and they're getting worked every single night now they're a 500 team and it's not they're not suddenly going to get it they're not suddenly going to become hey the Warriors have righted the ship and they found a way they're just not what they were and it happens when you become a volume shooter like Clay Thompson, and while Steph is still great, he's not quite as great as he was, and Draymond is clearly a guy that can't even stay on the court, you need something. You you need some kind of hey, a jolt of energy, or bring in some kind of youth that gets you going. And yeah, you were wrong on a lot of the young guys, so okay, uh, doesn't mean you gotta stop trying, because we're just gonna watch, it's gonna be sad watching the Warriors play, like in, in a couple of years, when Steph is 37 and, and Clay is 39, and Draymond's 56, and they're still trying, that's going to be very difficult.
3: Yeah, at some point, you know, you got to really take a long, hard look in the mirror because it's the new regime, right? It's like we were talking about a lot last night with the Philadelphia Eagles and, you know, Steichen leaves and you're trying to find your identity in your offense. And I heard a lot of woulda, coulda, shouldas today and and obviously Jason Kelsey's uh, false start, something that's being made a lot of, which, okay, fine, they called it. And he said, uh, they've been warning me forever. And with the year of emphasis, ta-da, there it shows up in the game. But still a winnable game. Go make a play or two. And you couldn't. You couldn't. And Bradbury... Well, I tell you, he got torched all day. But the point is that you, you had change uh, and substantive. With the Warriors, you changed out your front office, right? You, you now have Dunleavy Jr. doing a lot of the work uh, that Bob Myers once did. And you have to try to deter- – you don't have the same allegiance. Even though Den Le- Dunleavy's been around there, he was their uh, player and, and his history and all – that you, you do have to kind of look at it and, and recognize it for what it is. As I say that, you know, these Warriors are not going quietly into the good night and Steph Curry kind of attempting to be a one-man gang uh, down the stretch. So for the Celtics, stop playing with your food. Uh, but we, we have the the idea of a, an organization long in the tooth that you, it's not going to be one move that saves it. right? Because Draymond's a distressed property. I mean, he may still have some value to multiple teams, as we've talked about in prior iterations of the show. (laughs) Nicely done. Uh, Go to the podcast, find uh, the full conversation. But what are you bringing back in return that helps you immediately? Nothing. Right, It's going to be draft considerations and guys other teams are just trying to get rid of. So it's not like suddenly even trading him is going to get you a huge turnaround. If you were to trade Klay Thompson because you haven't been able to do the extension, what are you getting back from him, for him at this point with what he's put on tape for this year? I mean, I guess you try to do the big sell after this game because he's actually 8 out of 16. Fox Sports
2: Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Tyrac.com studios. We'll have more on this game coming up again. uh, Boston leading Golden State 114-107, four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Now, if you thought that, hey, we're getting ready for the New Year's Day bowl games and the college football playoff, okay, at least we have put the college football realignment behind us. Well, think again, because Florida State... Again, this is not a new story because we've no. heard a little bit of this uh, previously. Florida State pondering their ace. Why do you ponder your future? They are <laughs> pondering their ACC future after getting snubbed for the CFP. Uh, ESPN and Andrea Adelson having this story that they have renewed in-depth discussions about its long-term future in the ACC. In recent weeks, now this doesn't mean that a move is imminent. If they did move, they'd have to pay like 150 million dollars exit fees. It's got to be oh, like yeah. triple what the operating budget is a year. It's 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 an insane number. Now let's just re- let's take a couple <laughs> of things on the story because here's Florida State, and here's the part where I've told you from the beginning: Florida State, Clemson, Miami, they own the future of the ACC. Mm-hmm. These are the schools that if they say they want to leave, the ACC is the next conference that winds up turning into the Pac-12. Because I don't know that there's enough room for four power conferences year in and year out. The ACC is the weakest of the the now four power conferences. And – The ACC really is being held up by those three schools, by Clemson, and now Clemson's kind of fallen on hard times. Florida State, undefeated all the way through, great. And Miami, even though Miami is kind of a 500 team, but the the heritage and legacy of Miami is still a big draw. If these three schools want to go, the ACC is done. It, it's going to and it will fold like the like the Pac-12 did. It will be that fast. It'll be over the course of a year. And other schools are going to find a way to try to join the bigger conferences for less money. You'll see schools like Syracuse and Pitt try to join the Big Ten. Some of the schools in the South will try to join uh, the SEC if they can. They'll they won't make as much money as the other members. They won't be full members, but that's kind of the future. If Florida State leaves, and all you need is one of these schools to leave. And Florida State, if they left, if they had the money and said, you know what, we don't like the fact that because we played in the ACC, we got left out of the playoff, we're going to leave for another conference. If they leave, that will start the dominoes falling because then Clemson's going to go after that, Miami's gone after that, and the ACC is done. The ACC may only have a couple of years left as a conference I mean, think about it. They may only have a couple of years left as a conference before everything changes and we're down to the power three conferences in college football.
3: I think it's funny, right, because when the snub inevitably happened, even the week prior, we talked about this quite a bit of the renewed of, all right, well, obviously that was held against us, so we're out. That, that those talks would start again. So uh, when I read the headline today and, and we started passing notes back and forth, uh, I just kind of chuckled. It's like, well, prophetic, uh, a- as it were, as as you're looking at the the landscape of college football, like we're not done. And, and you had Chip Kelly. You've had so many people talk about the need for super commissioners and whatever else. Nobody's given up their power uh, in these big conferences. But what you can do is have missteps that doom you quickly and in this case the acc it's, it becomes damage control how do we do it what's left who's still looking to move how do we fortify what's left going on here how do we appease florida state how do we appease clemson because Dabo might have had a down year but when they got a chance to put their uh the foot to the pedal they sure as hell did right he did a lot of chirping in a, in a few, after a couple of those games saying get it you know he basically did the deon sanders get us now but they actually won some games down the stretch Right, so uh, the uh, potential for them to reload is there. So appease them uh, because they can be a heavyweight uh, just as soon. Now, what what I would be curious to see, though, Jason, is all right. We've we've had this long standing deal. Now we go to twelve team playoffs, and, and how that works in earnest, right versus theoretical. Uh, in terms of uh, separating that next group beyond whatever those top four or five teams are. Where do the rest of them come from? Uh, So for the ACC, again, big conversations to be had here. uh, And and appeasing the the boosters and everybody else about their desire and wonderlust is a big deal.
2: Now, the other part of it is this, because you talk about trying to appease Florida State. Okay. You got left out of the CFP. It sucks, but two deserving teams were going to get left out. We knew that going in. We didn't think it would be Florida State because you're undefeated. You won your Power Five conference. All we were always told is that win all your games and and you make it in. Oh, well, now you won all your games, can't make it in. And he would do it just that accent, just, oh, you win all your games, you can't make it in. You're upset that you got left out of the CFP. So now we need to leave this conference to go someplace else where we won't get left out of the CFP. Here's the rub in that story. You're not going to the Big Ten or the SEC and going 12 and 0 and making it to the playoff. That's you're not it. doing it. You're going to the Big Ten of the ACC and you're going eight and four or seven and five. Wait till you see what happens to USC next year when they have to start playing. Oh, USC rock stars and look at them every Yeah, down year this year, but all the wait till you see they go seven and five in the Pac-12. Wait to see what happens next year when they got to play all the heavyweights and they got to play Michigan and Penn State and Ohio State. Watch what happens. Watch what happens to all of these schools. When they join bigger conferences, watch what happens to Oklahoma when they, when they join. Oh, wait a minute. This is wait. These aren't, this is an Iowa state. No, no, no. You're Oklahoma. You're getting Auburn, Alabama, Tennessee every year. You're not getting any of these uh, weaker team conferences. Everybody who joins up, they're cashing the checks, and hey, that's why you left, right? Because we're looking at the money we're making. But don't for a second think suddenly we're going to keep winning like this. You're not. And you're going to see where you are better off playing in your other conference because if you want to go to the playoff, you had a better chance. This Florida State team was a good team, right? The ACC is not a great conference, but they won all their games. If they had to play at an SEC schedule or a Big Ten schedule, forget even 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 if their quarterback was there all year, yep. they, they would they would win eight games. Maybe you're not going to the playoff in another conference. So I know they want to hasten out. And go oh, well, we're going to get taken seriously. How many years do you think you're going to go undefeated yep. and make the play? Real? Just tell me, you think it's going to happen every year? You think you've got a dynasty now? No, you don't. So just understand that we, you know, caveat emptor. You want to leave because you think you want to be taken seriously. Good luck. Remember, remember when you have four or five years in a row of seven and five six and six and you're firing coaches and paying out and you're going you guys wanted it you guys wanted out of the acc because you thought life in the big 10 in the sec was going to be better and guess what it's not going to be just be happy you're cashing the checks because you're not going to the playoff
3: yeah it's it's like when we talk about firing coaches it's the what else is in the, the pool that you're going back for so be careful what you got right remember the hey let's fire harbaugh thing three years ago how dumb do all those people sound right now <laughs> right we were the voices of reason to that say know what you no. are connor recognize Stallion's, what you are connor stallion said don't fire harbaugh i got a plan oh all right now and now look where harbaugh is see remember who you are lion king you know had some self-evident truths in there universal kind of uh, statements
2: Exit out by a Fresca, Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the TireRack.com studios. So I remember Florida State, if they leave, it's the end of the ACC and it's the end of going undefeated. Just understand that. Uh 87799 on Fox is number 877 6369. Coming up next, what is without a doubt the best story of the night in sports. Keep it right here. That's next, TireRack.com studios. Jason and Mike, Fox.
0: Long came a spidey, sat down beside you. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball.
2: Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. Here comes my favorite line. Think about the holidays. Oh, sure. How do you spend your Christmas Eve? That sounds good. That's a lie. That's a lie. There's no ghost stories and and glories of Christmases long, long ago. Uh, There's no, we don't tell stories like that.
3: Well, we do tell stories of Christmases oh. long, long ago. Yeah, I mean, no long, long ago are all relative. Let me tell you the glory
2: of when I bought a 2XL for my son in 1983. No, no,
3: no. But people sit around and they talk about, look, I'm already doing it with my kids, and they're only in their teens. The- Imagine when I'm old and crotchety. What's you know, your- I remember when you, little little ones, I'd be up in the middle of the night building this dollhouse and blah, 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 and then you'd come down Did and- Did you
2: just say crotchy? I think you said crotchy. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Did I really? Yeah. I- I think he said you said old and crotchy. I think he said old th- and crotch. I, I must have swallowed the tea. But the idea that, you know, you, you get to the point where you're, you're telling the tales of what you did when the kids were younger what you and want- how exciting those were and... What are you I don't tell- know. What, what are, that I've been regaled you, with those by my, my grandmother telling? before she passed. What are you telling your daughter? Your daughters? Hey, and you know your uncles
2: in Chicago. The iPod you got that year? Oh, they stole them off the back of a truck. What, it was come It, on it now. was great. Why do you keep yeah. putting my my family I'm is, is criminals? <laughs> your family, your brothers, everybody is Richie from the menu. I'm from uh, from the bear. Everybody is Richie. I met them all. They're all Richie. Imagine all when Richie. I'm old and crotchety. What or you just... No,
3: I'd see the T is in there. The T is in there. you Imagine when I'm old and trying crotchety. Trying to... what? What? No, uh, there was a crotch E. You went crotchy. No, the e- T is e- there.
2: E- Get e- out of e- here. Round. You went E or E. You round make
3: round. everybody in my family criminals. You tell me I'm saying things that I didn't. Hey, all I even know is. Even the digital is... wizardry of Alex Teicher couldn't save you there. But Imagine you when I'm old wrong. and crotchety. What?
2: No, you just said crotchy. No, uh, we never found out who stole the whatever the tractor from the Bears practice facility was. We never found out who went to the bathroom in the supply closet. Your brothers I were I told M-I-A. you, my brothers don't
3: skip leg
2: day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were M I. That guy was too lean to be that a Harmon. Doesn't matter. And maybe, he was too tall. Maybe your brother did that on purpose. i got to lose weight. People are not going to think it's me. I'm not going to be as muscular. Yes, it was muscular. a grand
3: scheme. <laughs>
2: You know, I always suddenly to do have work.
3: dysentery. At a I want to. Game. I want
2: to go to the bathroom in the supply closet at Soldier Field. Uh, welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend and his family, Mike.
3: Harmon.
1: Could be worse places to go, Jason.
2: Uh, then where? Then the supply closet. Yeah, where, where's worse?
3: Hey, man, they're all holes, right? Like sure. the uh, Seinfeld sure. and the shower sure. uh, scene, you know?
2: Yeah. Okay. They're holes. Yeah. No. Yeah, I get it. And pipes. Yes. And, and, and you're
3: old and crotchy. No, I had to... I said crotchety. <laughs> and you're getting even worse now if you're going to keep trying to make a joke of this <laughs> jerk ass. <laughs> could do that too Harmon is old and crying right. that's it uh, thursday i was gonna smoke some meat for a, you know like a family dinner for us so you know like we're the devitos but you know <laughs> what screw you <laughs> now, now you'll you'll be you'll
2: be the uh, uh, stiletto of the situation that'll be you that's who you are I'm gonna kick you out i do wear jaunty hats <laughs> kick you out Armin. they're gonna kick you out uh The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. If you miss any of our show, the Best of Podcast goes up right after the show is over on iTunes. You can use the iHeartRadio app. Wherever you listen to your podcast, you'll get it. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Download, rate us, subscribe. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. Thank you for your continued support. Wherever you listen to your podcast, it is there. iTunes, iHeartRadio app. Click on it. Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Uh, We love continuing to put this product out here for you on a nightly basis. Now speaking of tonight, away from Harmon's brothers, who are probably figuring out some way to get iPods off a of truck. Uh, away from Harmon's <laughs> brothers, it was a great idea Jason came up with. Did you say iPods? I said yeah, iPods. Yeah,
3: he's going old school. I'm going old school now.
2: Yeah, iPods are back now. Don't What's you that? Know? iPods are back. The the uh, the the one. The iPods They're are back, back. Like yeah, the, like the first generation one that had like the big wheel on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, like those are back what? now. That were really heavy. Yeah, those are like in again. And CD players, yeah, uh, CDs are back again. Yeah, in a big way. CDs are back. Well, CD now. Lamb is great. CD Lamb is very good. Wait,
1: aren't iPods the things those younglings were trying to escape in when Anakin showed up?
2: Uh, <laughs> yes, they were. They were uh, listening. They were listening to their favorite cantina band music. Oh, well. and they got slaughtered by Anakin.
1: Well, it's a good way to go out. Take oh. your good headphones run. off. Dun, 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 dun. You're all about to be killed. Who
2: does that have? Oh.
1: They- <laughs> That's a good remix. That's a that good, was really well done. That's a good holiday Thank song, you. right holiday, there. Holiday, that holiday, holiday. You guys just
2: cost Disney billions. <laughs> You're about to be killed. Now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was what was uh, the what's your name? Uh, Sarah Connor's roommate in, in the first Terminator. She's listening to music, is not paying attention. No, and, and Schwarzenegger comes in and kills her. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, she yeah. she
3: does have a, a yeah. Walkman, right? She's like, yeah, she's listening to a Walkman. It was you put the headphones over the cassette, years. the yeah. whole nine yards. Oh, sure. Oh,
2: it's my cassette Walkman, and it's got the it's got the automatic uh, other side. You have to flip it out. It gets to the other side and starts playing the other way. It's got the reverse play on it. Oh, that was a big thing. Oh, yeah. When you'd have to take it out to start, it would get to the end, and it would start, and you'd have it play the other way. Oh, that was really cool. That was really cool. Mm. Uh, So we had a return tonight to the NBA from John Morant, right? 25-game suspension was over. Uh, Basically, for conduct unbecoming, uh, John Morant gets 25-game suspension. Many different... Avenues that he went down, that the NBA said, listen, we can't do this. You can't uh, be holding a gun on social media. You can't fight a kid during a basketball game. You can't go get into it with another team's uh, security officers and point laser pointers at them. You can't do this. You need to be able to be someone that carries and protects the shield of the NBA. John Morant was warned a couple of times. He had a short suspension. Finally, after the last video of him holding a gun in a car, the NBA said 25-game suspension. John Morant's return was tonight, and boy, Was it something? Pelicans and the 6-19 and Grizzlies, because look, maybe John Morant's going to wind up being the MVP of the NBA because the Grizzlies were bad without him. But he goes for 34 tonight in his return. His final two points broke the tie with no time left. And here's the game winner for John Morant.
3: Ball into the backcourt for Morant. Eight seconds. Seven seconds. Jones waits beyond the three-point line. Four seconds. Three seconds. Morant into the lane. Spins. Hangs.
0: Floats. It's good! Heroes on the clock. Morant wins the
2: game. It is returned. 25 games later, the Grizzlies have shown they are going to make a charge back into the Western Conference picture. No, we won one game. We're making a charge hey. now. We won a game. That's you know like you saying Just after that? last week.
3: Hey, look at the Jets. They beat the Texans. Oh, we're going to make a charge now. Yeah, man.
2: Okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, but it that's
3: it. it. If it goes well, he could say, see, I told you that night we were on to something special. And if it doesn't nobody's gonna remember (laughs) it was the heat of the moment he was an excited utterance that's all it was but i'll tell you what watching john morant out there like he was shot out of a cannon yeah that first step man man, good
2: i'll tell you he, he he makes an incredible run for this final basket in which it looks like he's going to start a little bit too late because there's less than 10 seconds left to go. He's got the ball on the Grizzly side of midcourt. And I'm thinking, okay, here's where we finally see a little bit of rust because so far in the game, we didn't see any of it, right? A little bit, a little bit getting back into the flow of the game in the beginning. And then he looked like John Morant. All the athletic plays, we used to see him making all the incredible shots. But I thought at the end, ah, he's going to wind up rushing this. He doesn't have a time quite right. Nope. Gets into the lane. He spins. He puts up the floater with one second left on the clock. Not, no, no one's getting if I Either I'm making this or we're going to overtime. There's no time left for, for New Orleans after this. And he gets the floater, and they win the game, and everybody is mobbing him on the court after and going crazy. It was an incredible scene. And here's some of the interview he did on court with TNT right after his game-winner.
0: Welcome back to the NBA. You were a little winded down the stretch. That's to be expected. How did you cope with that?
3: I'm a dog. I'm a dog. I put it work in, day out, and what is that? <laughs> This is
2: when everybody (laughs) decided to attack him. His teammates did. He was so excited. You could see the pure joy on his face of being back and playing basketball. And I know a lot of conversations are going to go the direction tomorrow of, here's John Morant, Can the Grizzlies make a run, right? Can the Grizzlies make noise? Can John Morant uh, get back in? Can he be the MVP? Can John Morant wind up being someone who is a big difference maker? All of these conversations we're going to have. And the right one to have is none of them. The right one to have is, I hope John Morant stays in the league He stays away from the bad influences that he surrounded himself with because he's got to be responsible for it because you're an adult and you're in the NBA. And yes, I get that, that it can happen, but you have to make good decisions, right? So much in life is based around that one bit of advice. If I give one bit of advice to anybody blanketly, I would say make good decisions because so much in life falls under that. Make good decisions. And... I just want him to be able to play, get back on the path to being the superstar player that he is, and it looks like he's getting back there right now. I mean, after one game, look how good he was. And mainly I want to see it because I want to see him be a story that other players can look at and say, John Morant really almost lost it all and look at him getting it back and staying in the NBA and being a star player. Because look, it's difficult coming in out of college to professional sports, right? When you're a star player and you come in, you get a lot of people coming at you from different angles. You don't know, should I stay friends with the same people I were friends with? Who do I let in my life? Who do I not let in my life? Who do I let run my money? Who do I let run anything in my life? Do I have the right financial advisor? Do I? All of these questions, it gets very difficult and it can be overwhelming because it's nothing that you've ever had to deal with and suddenly not only you're dealing with it you're dealing with it on the biggest stage possible so I get that things get difficult and and young players in all sports get in trouble and they have difficulty with it but if John Morant comes back from this this is about as low as you could get. This is where he had mistakes and bad decisions, and he was warned. And he made another bad decision. He was he was just a tiny bit away from getting banned from the NBA. This is how bad it was for him. And if he can make it all the way back, he's someone that even in, in your darkest days, that pe- that that players can, who are having trouble can come in and say, "He made his way out. I can make my way out." He didn't play a basketball game for eight months. That's a long time to be away from your team, not knowing who you're. You're going to wind up being around with who's going to be in your ear? That's a long way to make it, and he made it all the way back. And look at him—he's a star again. He's got the Grizzlies back in the thick of the race for the NBA Finals. He's back in the thick of the MVP race. He's staying out of the news. He's someone that's turned his life around, and that's a big positive story. And that's what I want because that can be the impact of John Moran. He can help so many other people that are coming in and say, "I don't know which way is up. I don't know how it's done." And whether it's—it doesn't even—I don't even mean like reaching out to him and call. I just mean looking at his story and seeing what he – he came back from the – he's holding on with his fingernails to his NBA career, and he gets back to that. That can inspire so many people, I can't even tell you.
3: Well, I think the other part of it is, you know, from the NBA side saying, hey, we, we made this big move because, look, you could debate it, right? You know, they had the issue with the kid, and, and we've seen that in court and, and those discussions, you know, where, where something actually happened. The other was, all right, he's being an idiot. No, nobody was harmed in this. So have the intervention, but the 25-game suspension, you send the message to the rest of your league, show you're serious for Adam Silver, you know, finally steps outside of some of the, uh, the shadow and, and you know, the jeering, I think, from the collective public at times with the way he's handled things. In this case, if John Morant does go on to the career that everybody had him uh, pegged for, then... The NBA could say, all right, this, you know, diversion program of a 25 game suspension worked because remember, but as much as you may have jackasses around you, the biggest influencer is always the guy or woman or kid looking back in the mirror. So hopefully some lessons learned there about being forced off the court for this entire time, you know, when that's what you clearly love to do uh, and you see the passion with every every basket that he made. Like down the stretch, the big and ones, right, taking it to the rack and the outburst of emotion going over to his dad and celebrating him uh, who was shown, again, going back to the, when we count celebrity appearances, family appearances, whatever. The fact that he looks like Usher might trick a cameraman every now and again, uh, as well. So you get not only celebrities in the crowd, but also, hey, that's his dad. Uh, so you, he you had that dad.
2: great aqua uh, hoodie on. Like you knew where Usher was. There was no like, I can't find. Oh no, there he is in that big aqua colored no, hoodie right. that stood out right there. Well,
3: you know what? You want you you came to be seen. There's yeah, no question right. about it. Well. And then uh, I watched the the Instagram post uh, that Jaws' sister put out there. Uh, we could not play but three words of that. I don't think. Yeah, it would be guess guess. Yeah the uh, the other words filling in each of these sentences. <laughs> uh, he's back! He is him! And then uh, a whole lot of stuff. But yeah, I think you have that moment of clarity, that moment of realization of what it could be and the career and certainly the basketball side of it is, is is great and hopefully he goes back and becomes that guy again because it looked like they were ready to pass the reins to him as one of the key faces of the NBA. Hell, look, they they didn't out this game now i know it was a short schedule uh, of just four four games tonight uh but yeah you, you could have flopped for the national game if you really wanted to and then all of a sudden it's like oh wait he comes back there against zion it's good for everybody
2: hmm. that's the only take to have keep going stay on stay on a great path be a star realize your keep dreams on keep it on and be, that's right keep on keeping on and be inspiring to anybody else going through difficulties. That's John Moran. Uh, time now to find out what's trending in the wide world of sports. And oh boy, did we have some kind of drama. At the end between Golden State and Boston, Isaac Lohenkron has the latest right now with
1: what's trending. I love it. It just went final in the third quarter. Golden State trailed Boston by 17 points at home. Well, moments ago, the final buzzer sounded, and in overtime, the Celtics came all the way back to win it. 132 to 126 over the Celtics. Steph Curry led Golden State with 33 points and six three-pointers. Also, the final buzzer sounded a short time. Ago giving the Portland Trailblazers a 109-104 win over the Phoenix Suns, despite 40 by Kevin Durant. Earlier Tuesday night, in his return from a 25-game suspension, John Morant hit the game-winner at the buzzer to give his Memphis Grizzlies a 115-113 overtime win at New Orleans. Morant finished with 35 points in 34 minutes. Damian Lillard scored 40 in Milwaukee's 132-119 win over San Antonio, hitting the 20,000-career-point milestone in the process. Finally, Jason and Mike, also trending right now, CSUN, because in college basketball, the CSUN Matadors out of Northridge, California, have just defeated UCLA at Pauley Pavilion... (laughs) 76 to 72, breaking UCLA's 29 game home winning streak, which had been the longest active home winning streak in the nation. Did, Back to you. Didn't
3: they
2: almost lose to UC Riverside? A couple of weeks ago? The
1: Highlanders.
2: Yeah, did they almost lose that game at Pauly? I'll check. It's like all of the Inland Empire schools are giving UCLA right. trouble. Inland Empire, yeah, wait. the Valley. UC Santa Barbara. Right. The Gauchos. Sure.
1: Long Beach State University. <laughs> You're right. Very hard. From the desert to the sea, uh, yeah. the South Bay. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, November 30th, UCLA yeah. beat UC Riverside 66 yeah. 65. Yeah. Santa Monica Community College. Sure, it's good. The Corsairs. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Look out. Are they really the Corsairs? Sarah? They are. Wow, I low. Woo! Exit out by a fresca. Exit Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Uh coming up next, got a big story out of the NFL. Keep it right here. Jason and Mike, you're listening to Fox.
0: Long came a spidey set beside sighty. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 PM Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: I love this song. Because I feel like Andy Williams doesn't really start singing. Like, he just started, like, he's in the recording studio, and he's, like, seeing the sound mixer or someone walk by, and he's going, happy holidays, happy holidays. a <laughs> <Like, laughs> song just starts out so weird. Happy holidays, happy holidays. And Hickory Dock and I can look...
3: It's really one of my favorite. It's a good swinging, yeah. good time. Yeah.
2: He'll be coming down the chimney down. Down. Uh.
3: Happy yeah, holidays. They quit.
2: Happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. Like, uh well, let's use him wishing everybody happy holidays. Why not? That's how we'll start the song. Okay, great. Happy holidays, happy holidays.
3: Well, sometimes you got to work your way into it. Sure, right? start slow sure. and then, uh, you know, build to, uh, you know, classic finish. Uh,
2: we'll get to the big NFL story coming up in a few minutes, but we had an unbelievably shocking upset in college hoops I want to get to here for the next few minutes and, and just show you how important things like NIL are. UCLA is now 5-5 five and five on the season. Now, mm-hmm. UCLA is not expected to have a great season. They lost a lot of their great players from that great four-year run, but they lose to CSUN. Okay, I mean they they lose, they lose to Cal State Northridge at Pauly, 76-72. This is like Duke losing to Wofford or North Whoa. Carolina Asheville on Mike Shashefsky court. This is Michigan at home in football losing to Appalachian State in the big house. This is I mean this is at Pauly to lose a game like this and you nearly lost a month ago to Cal Riverside. This is shocking. And when you look at UCLA, what's the one thing that they've talked a lot about over the course of the last few months? Joining the Big Ten is going to allow them to pursue bigger and better nil opportunities because that's what happens that's why you lose games to csun when you're not getting the recruits you'd normally get because the way nil's evolved the last couple of years guess what oh i'd love to go to, It's my dream to go to ucla yeah but ucla usc will give you a million dollars oh okay usc is my dream i want to go there or you go to a different school if you can't figure out nil you're going to be left in the dust. It doesn't matter what kind of tradition you have. When you can tell a kid coming out of high school, here's $100,000, two hundred dollars three hundred dollars and even if you don't make it to the pros, you're coming out of college with a lot of money. Hey, I can take time finding a job. I got three hundred fifty dollars in the bank. I got five hundred dollars in the bank because I was able to save my money with NIL. And it's shocking because you see UCLA saying, we struggle with NIL, and they need the Big Ten for these opportunities. And all you need to show... you. All I need to do to show you how, what, what the difference that is is look at Syracuse football the last two weeks. Nobody in the country has had a better last two weeks than Syracuse football because Fran Brown is coming as the head coach, and he's pulling guys from Alabama and Georgia and Kyle McCord from Ohio State. What the hell is going on? Because I'll tell you, Syracuse struggled with NIL for a while, and they lost a guy in basketball last year to West Virginia, Jesse Edwards, the center, and a lot of it was was concerned or Rumored around, hey, the NIL situation wasn't great, and now all of a sudden, Syracuse is getting all these guys in. Right? They got they got a guy, they got a kid today who went to Alabama for a visit. All right, the guy he's transferring from Texas A and M, and he's a four star edge rusher had a big year last year for A and M. Fadil Diggs, and yes, his brother is going to Syracuse, but this kid could have gone to Alabama to finish his. year. No, I'm going to Syracuse. Wait, what? We're getting guys who are saying, "No, no, Nick Saban, I'm going to Syracuse. I'm wearing Syracuse gear every day because there has never been a better time to be a Syracuse football fan than it is right now. This is the. It's never been like this. I never thought this was possible. You're and winning they, the off season. Yes, again. it's great. It's just what go. I'm. what I'm used to with my teams. No, but well, I, but that's never, what I was going to tell you. But you I've, know what? This is
3: great. I've never know?
2: won this off season. But I've never won an off season with Syracuse. We get three star guys, and we get guys. Oh, who hold offers from Syracuse and both. and and Miami of Ohio and West Virginia. Right now it's we're getting guys leaving Georgia for Syracuse who are saying no to Alabama for Syracuse, who are leaving Ohio State, can go anywhere, I'm going to Syracuse. Well, part of that is you know it is they figured out NIL situations. They figured out, I mean, Fran Brown is a great recruiter, and I love the guy already, hasn't coached a game, but you know that schools have figured stuff out when suddenly, hey, I'm going here, I'm going here, I'm going here. You have to figure out NIL. I mean, it's, it's, it's great. Great for some schools to say, hey, I want to stand up. I don't believe in NIL. I don't believe in this. I think college students get X, Y, and Z and all that. That's great, but guess what? I'll show you that. That's a head coach of a losing team. Dabo Sweeney, dude, you got to embrace NIL, man. Don't embrace NIL. You're going to have more years like this, and they're going to want you fired in one more year. All right, you just signed that big contract extension, but one more bad year, one more six and six year or seven and five, whatever it is, and everybody's going to want you out. You have to figure out NIL. And not that NIL caused UCLA to lose to Tonight, or is causing Syracuse to get all these guys? I mean, maybe are maybe for the latter it is, but you know that this is a big issue that solves a lot of things, and you don't wind up with a five and five team losing at home to Cal State Northridge, right? You you wind up being Syracuse saying we got Kyle McCord, we got all this guy. we're great, man, we're going to win the AC, we're going to be twelve and zero next year, going to the College Football Playoff.
3: Yeah, for as much as we we wrung our hands at old, old Dabo there, I remember him saying, as soon as they start getting paid, I'm leaving. Uh, and then he's like, hey, make sure my check's still cash. Um, he did win four straight to close things out, including wins over Notre Dame and, and North Carolina. Uh, and there was a huge 31-14 win against Syracuse, you know, on the road. Yeah. Anyway, the point mm-hmm. I'm trying to make is uh, this was a UCLA thing that you made about Syracuse. So good for you making it about your squad. No, 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 dude, there's, <laughs>
2: been no, there's been no bigger headline in college football than Syracuse getting all these guys over the course of the past Actually, couple of weeks. Actually,
3: been a lot of um, USC defections that have gotten. Maybe maybe I have a local bias there. But certainly, Syracuse, a player, you know, is one of my main complaints Uh, of the overall Northwestern approach the last couple of years. Obviously, uh, the silence and then the oustering of Fitzgerald without answering any other questions except when they became bowl eligible to say, what a great year we've had. Look at all our fall sports. Uh, They were really slow in activating the NIL and the collective side of things, even with all of the prominent folks across every field. Of, you know, of, of discipline and, and business in the world, just like Syracuse, right? Obviously, they got the major players in the right room uh, to push forward. So that's what you need to do. UCLA, you're next.
2: Exit out by the Fresca, exit Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon, live from the tireact.com studios. So coming up next, yes, we'll get back into a big story out of the NFL, a shocking story that involves a cult favorite quarterback – an agent and a pizzeria. I'm it, so excited. It, it, t- Tim Tebow is not involved in this. How do you know? <laughs> a girl, a guy. Because I pizza know place. it's coming up next right here. Jason and Mike and Ryan Reynolds and Tiffany Amberthes
0: Fox.